Hello, dear sister in Christ. My name is Pat Domain. I'm founder of On Fire Ministries. And at On Fire Ministries, our mission is to ignite a passion for Christ in the heart of women and to inspire them to apply God's word to their everyday life because I believe that God's word really does work. Now today, I want to invite you to join me as I'm talking about praying and parenting, some parenting priorities for us as Christian moms. So parenting my three daughters resides at the top of my greatest blessings and gifts list. And at the same time, parenting reigns on the top of my greatest challenges list as well. Children are a gift from God. We see that in Psalm 127.3 that says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. If you're a mom, you understand that our children evoke the deepest, strongest emotions from us possible. They are so tied to our heart. We love them in a way that we just love no one else. And when they hurt, we hurt. Our deepest desires usually pertain to our children in some way. Recently, in one of my pastor's sermons, he asked the question, what is it that you want more than anything? And he encouraged us to spend the week contemplating and praying about that. And I did not need to pray about how to answer that question because immediately the answer to that question came to me as he spoke it. The thing that I want more than anything is that my three daughters know Jesus, love Jesus, and walk with Jesus. And that's it. That's it in a nutshell. And it has been my prayer for a long, long time. So this past week, I began teaching a praying moms class at my church. We have moms of young children. We have moms of adult children in that class as well. And so we are using some of the Stormio Mardian books, The Power of a Praying Parent. Love that book. We're using that for the young moms are reading that one. And then, of course, the moms that have adult children are reading The Power of Praying for Your Adult Children. These are both excellent books. I just highly recommend if you've not ever read them and you are a parent, both of those are great books to read. I would just submit to you that I don't think there's any better books available for moms who are wanting to grow in their prayer life for their children. So I want to share with you some of the biblical lessons that I'm teaching in my praying moms class. And many of these lessons also could apply to those who may not be a physical mom, but you might be a spiritual mom or a mentor. So some of these can really apply to that. So first of all, just talking about biblical parenting priorities, the very best place that I think we can start to zero in on God's parenting priorities for us is in Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9, and this passage is known as the Shema. From the Old Testament point of view, every Hebrew knew the Shema. It was the bedrock of their faith and their direction in living and in loving God. So the Shema reminds us of two major parenting priorities that I want us to look at today. Let me read Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9 first. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Parenting priority number one that I want to look at from this passage is 
loving God yourself. Loving God is first and foremost for us as Christian moms. And loving God should flow into every element of our lives. And this brings me to a place of just recognizing my own life growing up and how I was parented. You see, my parents laid a love God foundation for me. I was born to Christian parents who loved me and they taught me about Jesus. They took me to church every Sunday and Sunday evening every Wednesday evening, and if there were any other events during the week outside of those two days, we were there. My parents did their best to instill their Christian faith in me, and as Christian parents, that is what we all want to do because at some point, that foundation means everything to our children, and I understand this so well because by the time I was 15 years old, I walked away from Jesus, and I did not return to Him until I was 30 years old. Now, even though I left the Christian faith, my parents worked so hard to instill in me that foundation never left me. So when God started drawing me back to him, I had a foundation to come back to. So I want to encourage you that laying a foundation of loving God will not fail you. So let's talk about that foundation of loving God. You know, you may be in different places in your journey. If you're young in your parenting, I know that laying a foundation of loving God with your entire our heart, soul, and strength is the most important aspect of your parenting. And if you're a parent of an adult child, know that that foundation that you laid for your children will never leave them, even if they leave God for a season. And if you've never laid that foundation, no worries. You can start right now loving God right now and showing them from this point forward, it doesn't matter what their age is, what a foundation of Jesus looks like. So according to Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9, the most important thing we can do for our children is to love Jesus, to strive for spiritual growth, and to nurture our relationship with Jesus. Because the more we grow in our relationship with Jesus, the more spiritually healthy we become, and consequently, the better parents we become. So I submit to you that laying a foundation of loving God cannot happen apart from us as moms having a true, thriving relationship relationship with Jesus. When I talk about this, I don't want you to superimpose perfect in there anywhere. A true thriving relationship with Jesus isn't about living perfectly. Instead, it's about real spiritual growth and transformation, which is completely visible to our children no matter what their age. God changing us from the inside out is undeniable to those who are closest to us, who see us in all of our strength and our weaknesses. And let me tell you, our kids do see us that way. They see our brokenness, whether we want them to or not. They see our brokenness, whether we realize that we have brokenness or not. We parent from where we are, giving what we have to give, while the whole time hoping for better and more for our children. The transformation that Jesus brings into our lives sets our children up to experience that better and more that we so hope happens in them and for them. So let's talk about parenting priority number two that we see in Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9, and it's this. Teach your children to love God. So allow me just to take a moment, reiterate that point that I just keep going back to, that we can't teach our children 
to love God until we love him ourselves. So with that fact clearly set before us, let's look closely at the Shema and see God's instruction about teaching our children. According to this passage, teaching our children about loving God permeates every moment and element of life. Walking, talking, sitting, laying down, rising up, on your hand, on your head, on your doorpost. Loving God must be thoroughly permeated in our inner being to then thoroughly penetrate every area of our lives. A Sunday only or even a Sunday Wednesday faith will not be enough. Our life must be so infused with our relationship with Jesus that it spills over into everything we think, say, and do. Our children should not be able to miss our love for God. Everything they hear and see should tell them how much we love God and prompt them towards that love as well. The problem, we are still imperfect people wrestling with our flesh and our faith. Our faith in Jesus means He resides within us. And the irony of the supernatural Holy Spirit living inside our human flesh with its own desires is best explained in Galatians 5, 16 through 17 that says, I say then, walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. So Paul tells us that walking in the Spirit is how we overcome the power and influence of the desires of our flesh. And sometimes we need to do what we can in physical, tangible ways to set us up to walk in the Spirit. So I want to share just a couple of ideas about setting some physical Jesus reminders. And one, really more of a testimony. When I was about five years into my journey with Jesus, I recognized the battle that I had with my flesh. And because my relationship with Jesus was really growing, presenting Jesus to my children really became a very strong desire for me as a Christian mom. I felt that I needed to set physical reminders around me that when I was tempted to fall into step with my flesh desires, something could trigger me towards acting like Jesus instead of acting like Pat. This was in the days of the WWJD movement, and I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but this was probably nearly, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago. WWJD stood for What Would Jesus Do? And it was just everywhere. It was kind of this big thing everywhere. I bought, during that time, a thumb ring that was engraved with WWJD so that every time I had a questionable thought, a word, or an action that came to mind, this ring was on my thumb and immediately I would see it and it reminded me that I belonged to Jesus. And it was that constant reminder for my actions to display Jesus. And I wore that ring until I wore the WWJD completely off. And now probably 20 years later, I have two thumb rings that I wear, one on top of the other, and both of them are engraved with the name Jesus on them, that name above every other name, the name that every knee will bow and confess that Jesus is Lord. So that reminds me of my priority relationship with Jesus and to always display that in all that I do. 
It's just a great physical, tangible reminder to me. So all of these years, I've kept those thumb rings as a reminder of my love for Jesus, his love for me, and how I want to portray my life and live my life. So another way that I choose to set reminders about Jesus in my life is scripture verses written on index cards. And I set those in places that I know I just can't miss. My bathroom mirror, my car dashboard, my desk or my computer and my office. And oftentimes these scriptures I set as reminders may be prayers that I'm actually praying for myself or for my children. And sometimes the verses may reflect an area of transformation that I need in my own life, but they always point me to Jesus. And so this is a practical way that I live out Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. So I want to give you this encouragement today. Write Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9 on several index cards and set them in places like your bathroom mirror and your car and maybe at, at work in your office or on your refrigerator. All those different places that you know you go to daily and that you know you'll see them. And every time that you see it, stop, read it out loud, and say it as a prayer to God to ask Him to help you to love Him with your everything and then to also to help you teach your children, whether they are young or adult, about loving Him as well. Before I say goodbye, I want to invite you to join me on your favorite social media platform, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, to get daily morning prayers and biblical encouragement for Christian women. I'm also on Pinterest. Check out my website, onfire-ministries.org to read my blog, to find free Bible resources, and check out my Bible studies, whether you need one for you personally or for a group study. And also, please rate and review and share this podcast with others that someone else can be encouraged as well. Until we meet again, have a blessed and beautiful day.